Welcome to The Matt Haycock Show, a podcast about business, money and life. Matt has been making money and making mistakes for over 20 years. And in this podcast, he shares his thoughts and stories so you can improve your business, finances and life whilst hopefully avoiding the mistakes he and others have made along the way. Listen in and level up. It was awful, awful thing for me. And um, I've never, never got over it. Hey guys, Matt Haycox here for a very special edition of the Matt Haycox Show because I have got with me the OG of reality TV, Miss Lauren Goodyear. If you don't know who she is, you've obviously not been watching reality TV in the UK. She was the first person on TOWIE. I think she'll probably tell us actually TOWIE started because of her. Since then, she's done um, Celebrity Big Brother, um, Celebs Go Dating, Dancing uh, on Ice. She's written a book. She's in the press every day and every week. And she's had some businesses, both, I guess, successful stories and unsuccessful stories. So she's got lots to tell us about and, and hopefully lots and lots we can learn from. So, Lauren, thanks, thanks for being here. So, uh, one bum cheek, one side, no, joking. <laughs> what colour? I've got my mitt ready. Yeah. I was working in the city and I was like a legal secretary, um, temping a lot of companies, a lot of law firms. It was amazing. Um, I started doing that when I was like, 17 um, and then yes yeah, so I got to about 2009 and I remember my partner at the time he said that he was doing this documentary thing kind of show and I was like oh yeah and then he ends up talking about me and I was like we want to meet your girlfriend and he was a bit like oh no 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 you don't need to it's going to be more like about the boys and whatever and I was like no we want to meet her anyway a few months went on and I got a phone call and it was from one of um, we're like hi I'm working for um, Lion Pictures I'm in production, I'm a casting, we're trying to do this new documentary on Essex. And I was like, right, I didn't really understand what they meant. I had a chat with her and she was really nice. So she was like, tell me about your life, what do you do? Who do you know? She was like, well, I've heard your name so many times around the area. I was like, oh, okay, because we've been to like Faces and 105 and all the hotspots, new bar, and we hear a lot about you. And I was like, okay. I was like, anyway, that was that. Didn't really think much of it. Left the meetings that would be in touch. I continued working at the city and doing what I was doing. And I went to this event called Essex Polo. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the polo in the park. Yeah. 100%. So what's the other polo? The Cartier Polo. Yeah. So that's the proper one. Then they did an Essex one. So it was an amazing event. Everyone went. Everyone had tables. And me and Mark had broken up at this point because it was always on and off. So um, <laughs> I've walked in. But this is another team now. Part of Lion, but a different, different lady. I've walked in. And they've gone, the girl in the pink dress, can we talk to you? And I was like, there's all cameras then. I was like, okay. So it's like, come over, come over. And they all shuffled over and moved chairs. There was that, like, hello, um, what's your name? I was like, Lauren. And there was that, like, Lauren what? I was like, Lauren Goodger. There was that, like, oh my God, we've, we've, we've spoke to you. Like, we've heard so much about you. We're, we're lying pictures doing this documentary on Essex. And I was like, right. And I was like, so glad I've met you. Like, can we talk more? Done a little interview. Anyway, I left that, carried on. There was Eric scouting, basically. Um, they'd already pulled me aside but already had met me but didn't realise it was me a face to a name so that was quite funny and then that carried on then they come around to where the flat I was in at the, at the time and they did a bit of filming we'd done some test stuff they wanted to know if it about me met my family this went on for, for a good eight months yeah and are you filming at this point or, or Not, they're still just scouting around no, we had around. to do the pilot before okay. I got commissioned to ITV so we actually there was loads of other people in it that wasn't actually didn't actually make TOWIE 
Um, so they were devastated, obviously, because they was like, well, we, we was in it with you, we didn't make it. But I was like, that's how it is. They chose their main cast. There was a lot of people that didn't get it. Um, so we filmed the pilot and it was all filmed in, um, I'm sure it was filmed at David Lloyd. It was for my ex's mum's birthday party. Okay. And it was not, it was real. What happened was all worked up, but it wasn't actually going to be aired. Anyway, so um, that happened. And then they loved, ITV loved it. It was me and Mark Rowan. It was other girls. It was brilliant. So <laughs> I hated it. Stand- standard essence. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what is going on? But it literally, when I say, when I got commissioned and the first, we started filming now and it was very heavily and the days were very long, I quit my job and um, it was like, we need you full time. You're one of the main characters. So how often were you shooting back then? then? Every every day okay. I was on call. Um, yeah, a lot. It was very overdone and it was overfilmed and it was very old fashioned. If you look back at the old ones, the screen used to slide across. But it was very cheaply done, but also amazing entertainment. Everyone, people hated it and then people loved it. It was like Marmite. People was like slagging off, look at these idiots. Like, what are they doing? And I got it and I thought, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I remember going out to London to an ellipsy party. Then I get invited to all like fashion events and things. And I got invited to a ellipsy party and all Pats were just shouting and calling me. And I was like, what is going on? And this is, I mean, this is pre-influencers really at, at that point, Yeah, so it? we was, there was no, there was no Geordie Shaw. There was no reality. There was no Instagram. There was literally, Twitter had just started not long before. And well, there was Facebook. Facebook, presumably. I had Facebook, yeah. My followers just was going up and up and up and up. I think I got over a million in the first couple of weeks. On Twitter? Yeah. And um, there was just, everyone was just really obsessed. And then I did, I, I did a shoot for The Sun and I got a column in, a, in, my, um, in the Sun paper. And it was just mad. And everyone wanted to shoot me, work with me. And I was like, wow, what is going on? And it's not like my life changed because I was always quite independent. And I was always in that lifestyle and went to the same places. It was because now... Everybody knows me. And, w- and was this level of attention, let's say, you know, typical for most of the people on the show? All of then? us, right. yeah. Like obviously, some were more than others because there was the main characters, um, and then there was like people's the main characters and their families on it. You know, things like that. Or like my sister come on it, things like that. So she wasn't the main character, but she was off she it for me that, and yeah. a friend and things like that. So yeah, and it literally just went mad. And then we actually won a BAFTA. For that first series because we actually won against Downton Abbey and everybody was oh, really? like what <laughs> their faces and that was amazing it was brilliant and and then yeah I stayed in as long as I could because going into reality TV from a normal young girl is very hard to do because you're not prepared for it you don't know reality was new it wasn't like we went to theatre school and we was you know going into acting it was a new it was real I wasn't Lauren Goodger the actress I was I was Lauren and I had to take a big kind of not like a negative thing, but like it was like, right, it's like my life is now out there. Everyone knows what my relationship. My relationship was 10 years prior to the filming. So it was not like we met on the show or we were set up and I was brought in. And what we used to do is have meetings with the production and say, right, it's what we've got to do the next series. You've got to do this, you've got to do that. We was actually given our ideas to create it into Tower because it was going to be a documentary. But we used to love the hills. I don't okay. know if you remember. I never know. And we was yeah. like, you've got to make it like the hills. We want it all look amazing and glossy. So at the beginning... It was like they wanted me to be Lauren Conrad, like the LC, of, um, um, and I was Lauren Goodger, so I was LG. They labelled me LG. LG, the OG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was good, and it was mad, and it time flew, and I just started doing loads of other reality things and, and, and magazines and, and work, and I did loads. 
And, and so obviously my audience is, you know, small business owners, mm. young entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, people looking to get into yeah. business. And a lot of what we've been talking about lately, particularly with other influencers, is, is how, you, how you take fame or mm. celebrity or, or, or um, you know, an influencer base, etc., mm. and then start, start to monetize that. So, I mean, you, mm. you, you came into this space, obviously, you know, you know long, long before everyone bashing out tooth whitening yeah. kits on Instagram. So Crazy. How, how did business come about for you? Right. Was it so... When I did first start, I went to view an apartment which was filmed and the guy that owned the apartment was a, he did hair extensions. Um, he gave me his card, it was a very snazzy card. It was like a mirror, I'll never forget it. Yep. And he was like, I really want to do your hair. You're on telly now, I'll do it for free. Back then hair extensions were a lot, lot more expensive than they are now, yeah? Because, <laughs> so I was like, right, okay. I didn't call him straight away and I remember ringing him and being like, do you want to do my hair? I went down, he said, come down to my office. I've got a salon here, blah, blah. Went down and he said, listen, I said, right, what are you doing? I didn't even have an agent at this point. Um, and I, I said, I really want to get into beauty stuff. Like, what can I do? I said, I've, I've kind of been that anyway from back in the day as well before that. I did hairdressing and beauty stuff before I went up the city. I left school. Okay. So um, anyway, so then um, I actually worked in the salon for like, I think, 20 quid a week when I was like 15. Um, but yeah, and then I said to him about doing a fake tan. And he said, I've got amazing contacts. Let's do it. So I created this fake tan for Lauren's way. And this is like 10 years ago. And Tao was just like his first series. When I say the only platform to promote my business was Twitter, which, how many lines do you get? I don't think there's any photos on it well, at this well, point. Well, well, back then, because it's obviously doubled up now, but back then it was 140 characters, I think, wasn't it? It was 140, because I think it's got... It was it's, less. It's 280 now. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was nothing. So we literally started plugging it. So when I was on the show, we did a shoot. Um... Everybody, we used to go around all the magazines and gift them and they'd talk about it. Everybody loved this product. Then um, Superdrug, we'd done a deal with them. We'd done a deal with Debenhams. Then I was travelling all up and down the country. And, 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 what, and what was your setup on this business? I mean, how involved were you? Was this like a joint venture? We were 50-50 shareholder. With that yeah. guy, okay. So he created it. He had already had a company. I'm young. I'm a young girl. So I trust. I was the PR. I was the brand. He was the business. And that's how it works. Because I'm not, even though... You know, I'm not I'm not business minded. I am with PR stuff, but not with the backside of it that I don't get. So he kind of done all that side of it. So it really worked and he was really good at it because he already had his hair extensions brand. Then we started getting staff and I was like, I had an office. We had, it got to the point where we had each girl working for each area because on call with our clients. Okay. It went everywhere. Um, it, I've never got over it to this day because how it, the outcome of it, because how it ended and how I felt like I was done over. Um, I have spoken about this before, and it scarred me for a long time. So looking back at that now, mm. knowing what you know now, yeah. how how would you have done things differently? How would oh, you recommend to somebody else? I mean, obviously you you saying back then, like mm. I I accept I don't know the business side, yeah. so I, I trusted to him. I mean, yeah. would you? Because I guess you can never know if trust is misplaced. Yeah. But but do you think looking back, you should have spent more time learning business related skills? I think I should have got a lawyer. I think I should have kept that. We had a lawyer, but we had it joined. Yeah. I should have kept that separate. I should have um, maybe involved someone on my behalf, like an agent or a manager, just for the business, um, and really got somebody in. But I did try and get family, but it was always pushed out. We then got Salon. I was the first girl to have a shot out of anyone on the show. Everybody was like, "What's Lauren doing next?" I was the one that was the business one. Um, everybody wanted to sign me, like Max Clifton at the time, he was very big, um, and he didn't want anyone else for the show apart from me. 
Um, me and Mark got engaged, so that side was really good in the, for the media for us. Then I was in the business stuff, and it was it was good. And I was working. I thought I'm gonna have a good life here out of this. But what obviously the media stuff's still there, and the other jobs that I've done independently. But the tan is something that I feel like I would have been amazing by now if that had kept and stood to what it should have been in our contract. Is it never something you look to restart? I'm about to launch my my tan again in about oh, really? three weeks. <laughs> Under the same brand? So it's the same, it's going to be called, well, it is, it's LG tan, okay. but it's still like LW tan, that's what Lauren's, it was Lauren's way. Does anyone know it's coming out yet, or can we, no. can we claim this is a Matt Haycock show exclusive? Yeah, you can. There you go. You heard it, you heard it <laughs> yeah. here first, guys. We're going to get this on air tomorrow, so, yeah. you, so you've got two weeks and six days notice to know that this yeah. is the face place. Even though I do what I do, with me, Oh, there's so much I could tell you, but I've gone through what I've gone through, and I'm still doing courses now in Harley Street, trained to be an aesthetic practitioner. So I've done Botox fillers, and even though I don't need to do this because I do other things, I like working. Like even now, I've got another Twitter, um, sorry, an Instagram, and um, I've just qualified, and I've already got like twenty-two thousand followers on my on my work one for, for the thingy. Yeah, so that now I'm lazy with clients about booking them in the clinic. So there's other things that I want to do. But that's just learning from what I've learned of how I lost. I lost a lot of money. And sometimes I feel like that makes you appreciate and learn more. When you're always winning, you don't learn anything. Well, it's literally, you know, you, I was going to say, I say that exact thing on the podcast all Do the you? time. That, you know, that as good as it is that things mm. are going good, I think you only learn from when things go wrong. 100%. Because if it's gone yeah. good, well, it's gone good. I don't, I don't know why. It, but if you it's, don't understand, yeah. But if it's gone bad, you can actually right. think, well, why has it gone bad? Yeah. And, what, and you what, need what, them, what you need them fouls. And obviously it's heartbreaking for me because of the position I was in, that was my bread and butter, that was everything. Um, and I was doing so well on Tower. And now you've got the, all these other shows, all these other reality. Remember, I'm old school. So even though... And it's really weird because I am the one that's on the front cover of the magazines every day. They're not really interested in the new ones. I love them all. I know them all. You know, I see them. But it's like I'm not currently on telly, but I still sell. So I have to use that as an advantage and do things. But at the same time, I'm also in competition. Do you know what I mean? The money's terrible that it used to be. But that's what, as well why it's so important to have, you know, genuine interest, genuine passion yeah. and, and business, businesses yeah. to get involved with because, you know, everyone looks at the the kind of, you know, whatever the number is, 100,000 followers, half a million followers, mm. million followers mm. as the as the kind of, you know, holy grail of the, of the number to get no. to. But, but the problem is, and I was having a conversation with someone mm. back in the shop about this today, that as every week goes yeah. on, there's more and more and more people who've got mm. those million followers, couple mm. of million followers, and you know it's. I guess it's almost like supply and demand, mm. and and the importance of having that huge follower yeah. base is getting more and more diluted yeah. because you know okay it's one thing when there's six people out there with a million followers, but mm. when there's a thousand people out there yeah, with, 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 a, with a million followers, yeah. you know, they're, they're just a commodity. hundred percent. And you know when you when you look at so many you know, influencers mm. of today, they're not influencers. No. They're you know they're human billboards. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> exactly. who, who are who are good for twelve months, eighteen yeah, months. Definitely, and that's it. And it's like even now with the money with jobs is my shoot money is not even what it used to be at all. They just haven't got the budget because mm. all the money they pan out on other things. And now I was the money was a lot more when I was doing it back then to it is now because there's so many. And I look at my views. I've not got as many followers as the others have, but I kind of sell more. It's really weird. But but ultimately, you know, that that's what matters. You know, yeah. I have a lot of conversations around this either mm. you know on the podcast or with you know, with yeah. customers and with friends. Mm. And you know, and for me, 
people are chasing the vanity metrics yeah. of you know how how many likes how many yeah. likes have I got how many followers mm. I've got you know well ultimately what matters is how much engagement have yeah. I got how loyal are my my followers well, yeah, my fans exactly. and how is that going to turn into money yeah and you know I, I'd rather have 10 15 20,000 super yeah. you know super loyal people yeah. who are messaging me every week yeah, you know completely engaged in everything I yeah. want to do and I can therefore then turn them into money somehow mm. then then say oh I've got a you know a million followers and or, or you know I get mm. 6,000 likes on a picture because again mm. you know when you look at so many so many influencers mm. out there you know, they're, they're just hot people, you know, they're just hot, you know, a sexy yeah, girl or a sexy it. guy yeah, yeah. And, and their engagement, oh, they go, it. oh, look, I've had 6,000 yeah. likes, well, it's 5,900 likes from a guy who wants to shag you. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they're not going to buy it. If you look at, all, your, if you look at <laughs> yeah. all your comments, it's, you know, fire and aubergine yeah, <laughs> and fire and aubergine and none of that is ultimately mm. going to turn into money. Yeah, or people I find looking at mine but not liking mm. like girls even though I've got more of a girl fan base um, I think just because of the back of the Zandam relationship side and what I've been the girls I've been a girls girl on tower and that's what I'm known for and I have a column and my book's very like The Secrets of Essex Girl and it's very that's what, like that's what your book's called yeah, the Secrets what of is it Essex a biography girl. Um, yeah it is but there's a little bit on the how to do makeup okay. and a bit about my past where I come from how it started um, about my relationship about heartbreak um, and then I, currently I was was I doing dancing I can't remember I was doing something oh no it was in between wasn't it and then um, just talking about TV stuff really I should do another one really because they're good well, just going back a bit because yeah. we went off on a slight tangent. Just talking about the um, the uh, fake fake tan right, that you're yeah. doing now. Uh, so, so yeah. what are you actually doing differently this time this time round? Is it have you still got partners? Are as you doing it yourself? As much as I did try last, you no, know, a bit longer, about a year and a half, two years ago, I can do it on my own. But I'm doing this by myself. I don't want no one else because I lost so much money wise. I was so scared to part. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm going to do this all myself. And I thought, Lauren, be realistic now. You start, you don't be greedy and you do it properly and you get a proper team in, right? You need help. I can't do it on my own. So I've got a new agent and I never normally, my tan's been my tan. It's not my, my management at the time. I, I kept it separate and I thought, oh, if I had to got them involved, that might not have happened because they've got my back. So now I'm doing the business with my manager okay. and they've got the warehouse, they've supplied, I've been testing trying all the tags, I'm the one that's got to decide what colour, this, I did the labels and everything, but... It's a girl's dream though, isn't it, being a fake tan tester and getting paid for it? amazing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, one bum cheek, one side, no, I'm joking. <laughs> what colour? I've got my but, mitt ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've been choosing that and they're really good and I trust them and I feel like, listen, I have to, I can't take 100% now, I'm going to have to share this out as a team but the whole end result is going to be a lot more, yeah? And, and how are you going to be selling it? Is it, is it going into stores or sold online? Um, well, this is a, it will just be online for now. Obviously, I was in the stores, mm -hmm. but I don't know the relationship with the, them clients because I didn't deal with them. My ex-business partner did, and I think bridges were burnt. But I don't think they know the, they know it as Lauren Way is Lauren because I'm the face, yeah? So I don't know, but I would love to get it back in store. But the biggest money earner was online because it's just taken over. Um, and... It can go off and down the country. Well, well for, for me, the other thing about online, which I think is, is something very important for mm. you know for, for anyone who's got an, uh, an online following and an influencer base, is that you know, from a vanity point of view, everyone wants to be in the stores because yeah. you know it, lo it, it looks good and we know it. Yeah. But you know, getting the stores to take mm. your product is a very very difficult game, as yeah. you've probably seen yourself of in the course. past. Whereas 
online sales is something you can control so uh, i'm gonna say so, easily yeah, maybe not easily but you can control no, you can. yourself yeah and once you once you've then built up mm. the built up an audience yeah. who want to buy your product and are buying your product yeah. on a week-on-week basis you you're then in a position to go to the stores and they actually have to take you know r- r- rather yeah. than rather than you having to wanting to pitch them yeah. and them having all the power yeah. at that point you've then got the power when it's like hey mr mr tesco's or mr yeah. Superdrug or whatever i'm shifting a hundred thousand yeah. uh, units, units a month of this online you want to, me yeah but i used to have a salon yeah so i had a salon so i did my tan then i opened up a salon in queen's road and it's a really nice road in Buckersteel. um that like victoria beckham's been down there like it's quite a nice um it's all got designer bits on it and stuff but it was amazing but expensive i had to have staff it was headache the tan was selling for other people's salon so we got rid of it and that's why this time everyone's going to why don't you get a salon but i think getting a shop is just ego it doesn't make you look yep. good because I'm actually going to earn more money by putting it in other people's shops. So I've got no overheads. So I've got no staff. They're buying my products and they're using other people. So that's why I have not got a salon again. And I've got no interest in doing that at this minute because I make more money by putting other people's shops and online. And that's what my that's what my aim is now. I don't need to have an ego. Yeah, I've got a salon. I've got a shop. doesn't mean anything. You're actually, that's not real. That won't last, you know, because so, I've done it. And, and going back to Twitter, when, when you used to mar- have to market the original yeah. tw- town on Twitter, yeah. uh, what, what, what kind of Twitter marketing techniques did you use? What, you know, what was Me. What was so it was a lot of before and after pictures. How, how, this is okay. how amazing it's A lot of talking videos of me putting it on. Um, you have to interact quite a lot. You reply, okay? So you have like, I reply back to fans and I would have like, obviously I'm lucky. Are you, good, you, are you good at that now as well? Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah, it's easy. I, I am quite good at it. And I think where I've, Instagram, I come on Instagram late. I didn't start that till 2014. So that's really? quite late, really. Um, I was like, well, I didn't do it. Everyone else did it before me. But I, on Twitter, would do things like, um, you buy my town, I follow you. Yeah. So it was like, oh, not on my personal yeah. page, but on my Lauren's Way one. And they could direct message and it was more interaction. I'd go to beauty shows, I'd, I'd sign pictures. But it was, that was more old fashioned. Um, but, but, but all these techniques are, are so important. I know you, you, yeah. you say it's old fashioned, yeah. but I think, you know, in a way, that's what so many people online are yeah. missing. You know, when I, when yeah. I talk about online marketing techniques, mm. uh, or rather, you know, the way to behave online on Insta or Twitter yeah. or Facebook, you know, for me, it's very much about whatever you would do offline yeah. is the same way you, oh, should, you, should, you should behave online. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm. Mm. on a 1% scale to mm. you but you know I, I, I get DMs comments etc mm. everyone which I reply to yeah. I, I don't mean, you I, can't I, do everyone well, 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 yeah. at the minute I guess at the minute I can yeah. you know th- th- there'll become a day hopefully one day when yeah. I can't but you know f- for now I'll reply to everything okay. but, but the meaningful comments as well mm. you know if someone asks me a question then I'll give a proper answer if they yeah. say something you know it's not just a you know an emoji yeah, or, or course, a thing that, that I, 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 try, I try and get involved and yeah. a, few, a few people lately have been commenting back saying oh wow you've replied I, I was wasn't expecting you to reply mm. and my analogy to that is you know if, if you if someone walks up to you in a bar on the street and, and says oh hey um i just want to let you know i like your podcast or I, I love your hair or whatever yeah you know would you just go and carry on walking no. well of course you wouldn't <laughs> but but but, yeah, but to, to to not reply online yeah. or to ju- or to just give an emoji you know is, mm. is, is the on is the online is equivalent the of that and it, it is so important as well that is it it goes a long way because see like even the people that I work with at the beginning when we started the business, if I ever saw them now, I bumped into them, it's, it's never going to change because I've had that. I've had, I've been successful and I've lost it. 
So why am I ever going to change for the person when I'm up the heights when I started? What, what when you, when you lost it? What, mm. what did that what did that look like, Jeremy? I mean, is is that something is that something that I was shared in years. the public eye? I mean, did people see it? You know? Yeah, <laughs> I kept it quiet. I thought, oh god, it was actually I wasn't going to say anything, and I kept letting this ex business partner sell this product in my name. Oh, so you weren't you weren't even involved at this no, point? No, for years until the to a friend that she said I've had enough. I started posting from my social media um, that, that what had gone on, and I was I was terrified because this was my baby that I started just before Tawei, and I you know it's like it was it was awful awful thing for me, and um, I've never never got over it. But it's just a learning thing, and if it happens for a reason, and hopefully now it will be as successful again. But I'm just not currently on a TV show that no one else is on. That is a very small cast of eight of us. There was no other, uh, you know, there's Love Island, there's Georgia Shaw, there's anything, isn't there? But none of that was around, so I was in a powerful position. I just hope that it does do as well as it did because people still know me for time. I still get messages now. But that's time I mean, out. you know, you, you, you're in a fortunate position, like you said, that, that, mm. you, that you've still got, still got profile and, yeah. and, and you, you are on the pages. But it's, it's interesting what you say that, you know, I'm not on the show now mm. and where there's one of only eight people. I think for me, again, that's what you know, the, the reality stars of today, the influencers of mm. today, miss, you know, just completely miss. They don't in, get it. In that, you know, you're, okay, you walk out of Love Island, you, you, you've got all these followers. Yeah. But you've got this fantastic opportunity to actually then leverage that onto other platforms yeah, in, in, into other opportunities yeah. yeah everyone talks now about being an influencer but really all they're referring to is, is an instagram following and how boring life you know an influencer well, well a, a how boring yeah. but you know it's always just instant you know, there's yeah. no following on twitter there's no following mm. on facebook and again these people don't really do anything about it until, mm. until it's too late you know yeah. you, you need to you need to strike oh, while the iron's hot because when you come out of a TV show and you become, everyone wants to know you, you've got so many followers, everyone's on your case, you're, you're mind blown. So you can't actually focus on anything that you need to focus on. And that's why it's so important to, to really understand what you're going into because people just want to be famous. And there's so much more to that. I don't really care about fame. I care about money and business. And even though, yeah, it's great, but I need that because of what I've been through in my life. I, it's, it's, a, it's a security thing for me, yeah? So I you know the end result I do want to get married have kids and all that it's not about that and I am grateful for the position I've been put in but I don't put myself out there so much I kind of step back a little bit sometimes um and I, I do want to get this business out and I want to do a lot more than just being on doing like you know on the, on the daily mail every day and all that because there's no relevance to that you know but I think these people that go into Love Island do not understand what the real world is out here in in the media it's so much more. So, so if you were to become an advisor or an age, agent mm. to uh, to you know the celebrities of tomorrow, oh God. okay, you, 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 <laughs> you, you, you've got two new Love Islanders sat in mm. front of you. They've, they've just walked out of the island. They're, yeah. they're complete newbies. They've had no taste of fame whatsoever, yeah. and they're about to set foot out of Mallorca or wherever it is mm. with the million followers. You've got to give them three three pieces of advice yeah. for, for life, or or three three top tips mm. for how to make a career from then on. What, what would you be saying? Well, I'd always say again, like always remember who you was and where you was when you started and how you walked in here. Um, never ever change that as a person because it's not attractive. Because as much as you go up, you go down. Um, it doesn't always last. You could, you're, you're replaceable. Yeah. Um, I would definitely, you know, make sure you have got the right business mind of what you want to do. What you've got a plan. You don't just go into it and think oh, I'm going to do a few paid posts. You need to actually vision yourself for five years and go what do you want to get out of going on to this show 
because there's, there's got to be a reason for it. You no. can't just want the five minutes of fame because this is you. You could be amazing. Do you know what I mean? You can go into acting, presenting, music, whatever it is, or just be, you know, the business side of it, get involved in other things, property, like use money wisely. I think that's the advice that I never got given at the beginning. So when I first come in and I was getting big money at a young age, I didn't really know what to do with it because I was never advised. My mum and dad are not very strong around me in that area. Management didn't really care at the time. So if I had me, an older me, I'd go, right, this is what you do with your tax, this is what you do with VIT, and this is what you do with your money, and you put it into a property or something. So you've got that. Regardless if it ends tomorrow, you're secure in yourself. And invest into other things. That would be the best advice I could give. And I would help with that because of what I've learned. How were you with your money? Did you did you, did you spend, too, spend too much? <laughs> Terrible. I was good because I was good because I was. It was a safety thing for me because I always worked in the city and whatever. And I always had I rented and whatever. But it was like now this. I, I wish I could go back and go right. See the money I got then. I wish I put that down and I bought that first flat because back then it was so much cheaper than it is now and things are just changing. But no one said that to me. It was money, money. Yeah, Lauren, you got this job, you got that job. I was getting told what to do. An agent tells you what to do. You don't really decide. So I wish I kind of took, no, I don't actually really want to do that, but I'm going to do this. And it was making the right choices because who that, them jobs that I did make who Lauren Goodger is in the media today. But really that isn't me. They don't know me. But it's because who I was marketed to at the time, you can't ever get rid of it. So you have to come out really being strong, who you're going to be and, and, and stick with that. Because I, I am me, but the media don't make me me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 100%. Does that make sense? No, completely. Yeah. So t- talk, talk to me about trolls and negativity online and stuff. How, how, oh, it's how, been horrendous. Um, do you know what's funny? It's There are trolls, but it's not trolls, it's the media. So the media control and then and the trolls are the sheep. So they kind of like follow and sometimes they can write a story and I think that's not true. I never said that, I never did that. Or I could do a scene on Tower it's a TV soap reality. You've got to live up to it. Do you read a lot of your own, do you read a lot of your own press really. or do you try I'm, to ignore it? I've done it for it? so long now. It's, what, 11 years that... It's it's kind of become what I'm what I know in a weird way. It's nearly half, you know nearly half my life. So, um, but it isn't nice and it isn't kind. And I wouldn't ever I would never dream in a million years to ever write someone else's picture. You ugly fat cunt. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, it's all right. You know, you, you know I, I laugh. You, 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 we have no language policy on Sorry. this normally. But like I've just got I, there's only things I could say, and I think. Sorry. Well, you, well, you and you and Katie Price are the only two people to use the word cunt on on, on, on this show. Thanks. N- normally, it's people but, telling but me I'm to. Not, uh, I'm not saying it's I'm, talking, I'm saying what someone wrote on my photo. <laughs> she, she, but, she did, to be fair. But. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But um, yeah, no, I just feel like it is a lot of. It's nothing. These people going to Love Islands. You've got to be strong-minded and you've got to be thick-skinned and you've got to know exactly... Because they're going into it not to find love. They're going to, to be famous mm-hmm. and to get money. That's what it is, yeah? So well, I you, feel you like... you killed it for so many people who, who thought it was all about finding true love. Please. So that's, that's two exclusives we've so, had yeah, here today. Yeah, there you go. But, no, obviously it is. Like, they do, obviously, it is a love show. And they probably... Listen, I've done Big Brother and I know what it's like in a tense relationship and you're with someone who's... I'm not... I wasn't never with anyone. I had a boyfriend at the time. But how it... Thought, I've seen it happen, Yeah. So, and I did dance so nice and I've seen partners leave their partners so I get it so obviously when you're in love you probably do fall for people because you're young do you know what but that's not just the reason they're going in there and right. I think if you're going to do it do something with it and just be really thick skin and strong minded you can't let media and people break you and I don't feel like I have uh, has there ever been times where you've got kind of emotional or wavered oh 100% or, or... I'm human I suffer terribly with anxiety and this is because of what I've been through 
And did you suffer from anxiety no, pre tarry days? No, These are things that no. started. Yeah, I was dry. I could go out, I'd go, I could get up and go to work, be out all night, same makeup. I never got anxiety ever. I used to love life. I used to do things. I was never scared. Now I'm not scared of everything. But I think that's just what I've been through, and that's great. And it happens with age anyway. How are you working on that for yourself? Um, well, there is a guy that does mindfulness. We're meant to be starting to work together. We've had one session. I don't take medicine. Um, I did go and see a doctor and they tried to put me on them and it didn't work for me at all. I just think, your mind's so powerful, you can change this. this is, I wasn't born this way. Mm -hmm. It's like this happens to me. Anxiety has fallen. I don't know what anxiety is, do you, really? Yeah. You know, so I think, well, why are you going to give me a tablet? Because that's not going to help. So it's so much deeper than that. So that's what I'm trying. I want to do stuff for this as well with other people. So... so. So, yeah. well, I guess that brings me nicely onto <laughs> some of these other business ideas or business ventures yeah. that you've got lined up. What else are you doing at the moment other than the fake right, tan so coming? Obviously the fake tan has been a huge thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's something I've wanted to do for, for years again now. It took me a long time to have the courage and the confidence and everything to do it because of the knockback. Um, but there are other TV shows I can't talk about, but there's a big TV show I meant to be meeting. Um, I've done a lot of TV shows, none really left. There's only The Jungle left. So I don't think I could ever do that. Um, never say never, but I want to do a book again. Um, I want it to get could be time. a cure for everything. If you can get through a couple of weeks in the jungle eating all that stuff, that'll be anxiety you, out yeah, the window. Do, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I've worked past the desk, but yeah, no, I'd like to. Well, I, I don't know, let's see one day, but it's my turn. Um, there's more TV coming, and I want to do a book and my all my aesthetic stuff. So, all that, yeah. So, tell us about the aesthetics. So, everybody had a lot to say. I'm not a nurse, but I've done the training. I've done all that, everything you need to do. I'm doing more training. I'm going to overqualify. I'm doing another course in Harley Street. Um, but I love it. It's all dermal fillers and Botox. And how long have you been doing it for? Um, the end of November, December. And I actually only started actually doing it in the clinic three weeks ago. You've been practicing on your friends? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I'm really good. If you, if you can't see on camera, we've got Shane hiding in the yeah. background who's, who's got needles stuck in his face right now. <laughs> um, but no, I'm actually really good at it because I'm kind of, I know what looks nice. You know, like you get a photographer and you go, I will edit your pictures. And I'm like, no, you don't know what you're looking at. Like, I know what I'm looking at and what girls like. And I feel like when someone comes to me, I go, I want my lips done. I'll be like, no, I think you need your chin done. So I know what to do on someone's face, and that's why I think I'm good. And and is it your intention to actually be the be the the nurse, the practitioner, whatever the whatever the word is, for long term, or is it just I for you to it. understand I, it? Do you know what it is? I think for me, because where I, I am generally a worker from a young age, so I feel like when you do the celebrity media stuff, it's good, but it's not consistent. Yeah, you're not always on a TV. I just I just have to go dating. That was what two just over two months of filming. So I was I was doing stuff. Then when you have a break, I feel like I need to do something again and also to help my anxiety to focus on something new. So I like to work. Uh, and the book, tell me about the book. What's that going to be about? Um, I feel like I want to update it. I did that book um, 2012. Yeah, 2012. So I feel like there's so much more that I could talk about and what's changed, like adding new things like mental health. We never spoke about that 10 years ago. And now we talk about it all the time. Yeah, and I feel like it's given me anxiety. But I feel like there's so much I could say about it and help other girls. And especially, I think I should be an agent one day. An agent? Yeah. Oh.
Yeah. <laughs> just going on to back onto the mental health. You yeah. know, what, what, what are your? I mean, what are your views on on how to help other girls and stuff within? I mean, obviously, I know we're not talking from a, a medical and a professional perspective, yeah. but you know, just just from a you know a, someone who, like you say, suffered yeah. anxiety or Terrible. You know, some, someone's who's got plenty of real world experience. Mm. You know, what what would you be saying to girls suffering? Do you or, know what? Guys? Is, it's a really tricky one because that with anxiety is not something you can see physically. I could have terrible anxiety, you'd never know. Because it's not, my arm's not broke, I'm not yeah. bleeding, I'm not in pain, it's not physical, yeah, but it, it's physical feeling. It is the worst, horriblest feeling you've ever had, and it is so hard. And I am actually very good with people that's got it, but I'm terrible when I've got it. I can't control it. And my mum suffers with it, my sisters suffer with it, and they take tablets, and it drives me mad. But they're like, I need these tablets. I went, yeah, but you're not solving an issue. It is a real thing. It's an emotion. We're human. We're going to have it, yeah? So anxiety obviously comes when, say, we lived back in the day and, um, you know, cavemen and, and there was a tiger coming. You're going to get anxiety because it's your body going alert, alert, alert. So, you know, and that's what anxiety is. I could be sitting watching telly and this this feeling comes over me and I'm like, what's happening? And my heart's racing. I, I'm not even thinking of anything. I'm absolutely fine. But it just comes and it's the most awful thing. But I have to learn now. I've just learned to... To not live with it, but to just try and deal with it. And I'm not there. I've not conquered it. Are there particular things that make you anxious? Like, I don't know if, yeah, you, if you're going to go and f- film a new yeah, show. Yeah, that, I like that because I know I'm nervous because I'm, I'm about to go and swimming. I know that. But when it's come to a thing that I don't know, that's when it's horrible because okay. I don't know what it is. And that's what I need to now get to the bottom Fear of. Fear the unknown. Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> well, listen, it's been great having you here. Thank you. I've got, I've got one, one go question on. before you go. It's something I ask all my guests, which mm. is how you would like to be remembered when you're gone. And not, yeah. gone, not gone from this room, uh, you know, <laughs> got, got, gone from life. Yeah. I, I always like it to be answered mm. in how you would like your tombstone to be engraved. Well, I think for me, I think not everybody does know me. I think I've been filmed and always in a type of way. Not all bad. Some of it, you know, I've got a lot of girl love, but some of it's a bit like they don't really know the ins and outs and the real me. And I feel like I just want to change that more towards the end and grow older. And people go, well, do you know what? She's actually something that I look up to. I want, I want girls to go, I want to be like her, but for the good reasons. Not because, you know, I've just won this award for the best singer or actress, whatever, that doesn't mean anything. Because that's obviously we want to be that, but I want to be real with it, go be that real girl that got through um, family difficulties, got through breakup, got through mental health and anxiety, lost a lot of money, made money, become self-made in a way with a platform. And that is what I want people to go. She was amazing. And that is it. Cool. I was going to say that's going to be a very big team. So, uh, <laughs> we're going to summarise yeah. it. It's going to be Lauren. Lauren is here. She did a lot. She won a lot. She, yeah. lo- she did a lot. She won a lot. She lost a lot. But she's amazing. And she loved a lot. <laughs> Leave me more flowers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, lovely. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. much. Thanks for nice coming. You. And you. Thank Take you, care. babe. Thank you for listening to The Matt Haycock Show. For more Matt, check out his YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Matt Haycox. Or go stalk him on Instagram and Twitter, The Matt Haycox. And we'll see you soon.